How we doing, everybody? It is Wednesday, October 10th of 2018. This is the first ever episode of the 4th and Inches podcast, brought to you by the Dad Studios. I'm going to make this episode short and sweet as it is my first 4th and Inches podcast. On today's episode, good friend of mine, the man, the myth, the legend, Trevor Hawkins joins me. And in the show, I'll have a quick listener segment. Oh, and also, hit the fucking music. Hold up. This is Fourth and Inches. Hello, beautiful people of planet Earth. Welcome to the first ever episode of Fourth and Inches. I am your host. Darby Schwartzkopf. Um This is new to me. It is kind of weird. I'm sitting around a table with no one but myself talking to myself. So uh, it may be a little weird for y'all listening. Uh, hopefully it isn't too bad. But let's go ahead and jump on into the interview that I had earlier today with my good friend Trevor Hawkins. Enjoy. For the first time on this podcast, I'd like to welcome a good friend of mine. He was a 2012 Kansas D1 8-man football state champion. He is a Wichita State alumni currently attending graduate school at Kansas University. He has a lovely girlfriend that's probably waiting for him to pop the question and a dog named Moose that is probably waiting too. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome my friend, Trevor Hawkins. Man, what an introduction. I'll take that shit. You'll take it? You're good to go? Uh, yeah, I appreciate you having me on, man. How are you? I'm doing good. How how are you doing today, Tiog? I'm doing great, man. Did you uh, watch that Monday Night Football game that night? I was able to catch a little bit of it, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I got all the glory. I uh, had a little birdie tell me not to bet the over, so I didn't. I didn't end up betting, but yeah, that was a that was a bad bet there. You know, a really bad. That was ugly. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll forget about that. But it's. Uh, it's pretty cool to witness history with Drew Brees, you know, passing Peyton Manning and most passing yards in NFL history. Yeah, uh, that I man, incredible. Especially with that uh, shoulder injury he had back in San Diego, which, you know, I don't know if San Diego regrets that or not. Uh, with the turnout of Philip Rivers, which, I mean, I guess he's a uh, he's an alright. Yeah, not sure how they're feeling right now because Drew is he's. He's been consistent ever since he left there and just dominated the league. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, are we thinking the Saints can make a Super Bowl run this year? I think they're definitely capable. The NFC is going to be very tough. Of course, it goes through L.A. and the Rams, and it all depends on uh, whether or not Drew Brees can stay healthy because, yeah, it's definitely a dominant team here. Their offense has weapons all across the board, and their defense doesn't get enough credit for what they do. And, I mean – Drew Brees' record last night kind of overlooks how he had one of the greatest games in NFL history. I mean, you look at that stat line, he was 26 of 29 for 363 yards. Threw for yeah, three touchdowns, had a perfect quarterback rating. That's, I, I, uh, like he, he could definitely lead this team to a Super Bowl, no doubt. Yeah, that's crazy, especially with the return of uh, Mark Ingram. Well, uh, you kind of split the load with Alvin Kamar and Mark Ingram. Which Brandon Ingram? I mean, I mean I'm going to go ahead and correct you there. Holy fuck! I'm thinking L.A. Lakers right now. I've been watching a lot of basketball lately. Yeah, 
you're hopping on the NBA train. <laughs> yeah, thank you for correcting me. What a good yeah, first yeah, interview. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, Mark Ingram, sorry. Yeah, I mean, Kamara fantasy owners got to be shitting their pants right now because he only got six carries. Mark Ingram had, what, 16, I think. Yep. Six to ten more carries. Six carries for 24 yards for Kamara and 16 carries for 53 yards for Ingram. Yeah, then they both were in the passing game. But, yeah, Mark Ingram definitely got a majority of the snaps there. But, you know, I, I would have been getting a big workload, so it makes sense to kind of get Mark rolling. And uh, no need to panic for Kamara fantasy owners. Yeah, that's for sure. They'll, they'll, I think I think they're kind of just trying to get Ingram back in the loop after having, you know, as many games as he did off to start the year. Yeah, I mean, it'll be a good duo there, no doubt. Uh, any thoughts on Michael Thomas? I mean, he's he's a, definitely a top wide receiver in the league. Uh, you know what? Yeah, ever since last year, I, I felt like he's going to be the most dominant receiver for the next five to ten years to come. He'll uh, eventually probably be the looked at as the best receiver in the NFL here in two to three years. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yep, I mean. Him and Juju, they'll be up there. For sure, for sure. Well, let's go ahead and uh, move on to week six of football. Let's uh, do it. We started off with Thursday night game between the Eagles and Giants, which is an NFC East matchup. Uh, are are the Eagles the team or anywhere near the team they were last year? What are, what are we seeing here? I mean, so far this year, they're not really showing that. Uh, they've had some struggles. Of course, Wentz was out the first two games. I mean, he's been trying to get back to it, but he's really not showing the – the firepower he he showed last year, and I mean they're they're having some tough games, two and three now, but they got a good matchup here against the Giants, one and four, and I I can't help but think the Giants are a shit show. They're it's all downhill from here for them, and it'll be a good game for the Eagles to get back and just kick the shit out of the Giants on the road. Yeah, that's not kidding. I just I mean Saquon Barkley, what what a good pickup, but. With Eli Manning aging and his, I mean, he, he's he's already past the peak of his NFL career. I don't know. I mean, with five big QBs in the first round drafted this year, you think should 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 the Giants have taken a chance on a quarterback rather than a running back, or do you think that was a good pick for him? You know, ultimately, I feel like the Barkley pick was a no-brainer. They had to do that. Um, but, you know, ideally, you look at the way the Chiefs handled Mahomes and Alex Smith last year, that's really something the Giants should consider maybe this next year. But, yeah, it's it's time for them to look at other options because he's, he's not able to will his team to wins like he did back five years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Nick Foles, I mean, coming off of, of course, he after Carson Wentz went out with his ACL injury last year, Came in, led the team to a Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. Uh, I would, I mean, would you, are you thinking he's just going to stick around as a backup QB or is he going to explore his options with other teams? Man, you know, that's a good question. There's there's definitely opportunities for him to go elsewhere. I mean, you look at trade potential between him and something like the 49ers. The 49ers could sure use Big Dick Nick. I mean, they're in desperate <laughs> some kind of quarterback efficiency i mean they're that's just a horrible team right now but there's yeah there's teams out there that could definitely use him but i think he's comfortable in the role he's at now and it's only if teams push for him that he'll get moved oh yeah for sure i mean they still gotta play the cowboys 
Uh, so they at least have two more losses this year. Yeah, shit. That brings up a question for me, for you. Uh, who's gonna <laughs> Who's gonna win that NFC East? I mean, that's a. That's I mean, gonna... the Redskins. The Redskins are in the head of the NFC East right now. I mean, they're with with the Giants falling at the bottom with a one and four, the Cowboys at two and three, and the the Eagles at two and three. Yeah, I I feel like an eight and eight team might be able to win that division. So it's just it's about getting those close wins, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I don't know the with the Cowboys the way they're playing this year, their offense is just hor- horrific to watch. Like, I mean, they they just have yeah. no threats on the offense other than Ezekiel Elliott, and with the injuries on their offensive line, they're they're not they don't have that that power up front to you know do what they did in the past years with running backs. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you'll bring up the Cowboys later, but I just got to give you some shit on Dak. I mean, he, I feel he is not the leader you guys need, and he's not going to be able to win you guys playoff games, win you guys a Super Bowl. I, I, I highly doubt he's got the potential to do that. I can't see him getting any better than he is right now. No, I just, yeah. He, he after that 10 straight wins, his uh, rookie season after the injured Tony Romo went out a, you know, every every Cowboys fan, even me, had such high hopes on him, you know, and then he fucked me. Yeah. I don't know. He fucked me. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. It all starts with coaching. And to go along with Dak, I feel like your coaching situation's not good and it's, it's got to be addressed before something good happens. Yeah, that's for sure. I, I Jason Garrity's been with the Cowboys, I don't know how many years, I think eight or so. I just... I don't see him having much longer of a future with the Cowboys, so. Yeah. So we got, you got the Eagles winning this game against the Giants, don't you? Yeah. Um, Three-point favorites on the road. I think they handle it. Yeah, I, just, I, I don't see the – I think Carson, Carson Wentz is going to have a good week this week. Okay. Uh, We got – I wanted to – Pick out this game, uh, Cincinnati and Steelers. The Steelers put up 40 last week against the Falcons. Uh, they got the Bengals at minus two and a half. Yes, this was a game I wanted to talk to you about as well. It, it's it's a good game to watch because you know it, it's it's an intense rivalry. I'm sure we're going to get a tremendous amount of personal fouls. It'll be punches thrown. You know, it'll be just a down-to-the-wire tough game and a good one to watch. But I feel like the Steelers will come in there and take down the Bengals, even though the Bengals are hot right now. I mean, they're 4-1. and one. They're coming off of a great comeback win against the Dolphins. But, you know, the Steelers, I feel like they come out of this game 3-2-1. How about that? 3-2-1. How about and that? The, with, with, the, with the one of the Cleveland Browns. Got to love that. Yeah. Uh, so James Conner. Uh, he's rushed for 342 yards with five touchdowns along with 234 yards receiving, but he has zero receiving touchdowns this year. You think with the return of Le'Veon Bell, I think it's after their bye week seven, do uh, you think he's going to share share the field with him, or are they going to just try to win as many games as they can the rest of the season with Bell? You know, as much as the teammates wouldn't like to see it, but I, I feel like Bell's going to come in and take over at least 75% of the snaps, and he's going to he's going to be great. I mean, he's going to get back to the the way he usually does, and he's going to provide some 
power within that offense and eventually lead him to some wins there at the back end of the season. But yeah, Connor showed that he's great and whether or not he has a future with the Steelers or somewhere else, dependent on Bell, of course. We'll see how that ends up. Yeah, another another uh, question. Obviously, Antonio Brown is the number one wideout for that team. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, he, he's just a huge playmaker. Uh, can you see him ever leaving? In the, I guess not ever. In the next few years, can you see Juju Smith-Schuster leaving the, the uh, Steelers to take on a more – a bigger role with another team? You know, I'm sure he'd love to get more targets and a better potential with someone. But, um, I mean, it kind of relies on what AB is going to do and whether or not he wants to get out. You know, there's always there's this tension this year with the Steelers. We'll see how Tomlin handle, handles it and uh, whether or not Antonio will be back again. Yeah, we'll just see. I mean, that's a heck of a duo there, and we'll see how long – Ben's able to throw to these guys. Uh, but, yeah, I feel like Juju can definitely provide better numbers somewhere else. But we'll see. So how many how many, how many more years has Big Ben got left in the tank? Uh, this this may be his last. I mean, he, he was close to retiring last year. Um, I don't know how, how much of that was true, but he was really considering it. We'll see. I mean, if they don't make the playoffs this year, I feel like he's done. Are we gonna Are we gonna see the walking boot anytime this year? Oh man, I, I bet he'll break out the walking boot after the Bengals <laughs> do some head hunting this weekend. They'll be after him, no doubt. Yeah, I um I would not be surprised if it's it's brought out sometime this year. Uh, oh, I'm looking forward to it. And the last game uh, I want to talk about, of course, Monday Night Football matchup between the Chiefs and the Patriots. Not yeah, Monday, like, Sunday Night matchup between the Chiefs and the that, Patriots. Yeah, that Sunday night matchup will be pretty freaking crazy to watch. you got to be crazy if you bet this game because you really don't know what to expect out of either the Chiefs or the Patriots. I mean, the Chiefs, we've exceeded expectations all year long, and uh, it's going to be a great test with the Pats. And the Pats being 3-2 right now, they're hungry for a win. They kind of let the Colts in last week, ended up winning 38-24, but I mean, to give up, to let the Colts score 24 on them, I mean, that says something about what the lethal weapons of KC can do to them. I mean, it'll be, it'll be a shootout. They got the over-under at 60, which that's yeah. just incredible. So we'll see if they hit that mark, but it'll definitely be a great game to watch. Yeah, uh, Mahomes for sure in the first three games, he was thrown, I think, for four, six, and three. Uh, the last two weeks, he's thrown for only one and zero passing touchdowns. Do you think that's going to affect any of how he plays this game against a good Patriots defense or not? You know, I, I feel like he gets back into a, a great rhythm this week. It's not as good of a defense compared to the Jaguars last week. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like if he throws two picks against the Patriots, um, we'll end up losing that game because Tom will make you pay. And I feel like what happens – with the Chiefs, like always, we're going to get up early. We're going to let him back into the game. We're going to take the foot off the pedal, and it's going to be annoying to watch Tom come work back into that game. It'll come down to the wire. We'll see what Mahomes has in him again. Uh, Mahomes, will, uh, Mahomes will have something in him. Uh, so the Patriots wide receiving core is kind of all over the place, you know, with the pickup of Josh Gordon, uh, Julian Edelman coming back from a suspension. 
who do you think is going to outbreak from that team this year? Who, who's going to lead that team in receiving at once the year's said and done? Yeah, it, it's crazy the amount of weapons these guys have, and anyone can break off at any game. I mean, you even see Philip Dorsett. He's the sixth receiver. He can break for 100 yards easily. Um, so it, it's crazy. I mean, I don't see Josh Gordon leading the team in receiving, although he's definitely capable of it. I see Julian Edelman coming out, being the leading receiver. By the end of the season after that suspension, he'll get things going. Yeah, they were targeting him quite a bit this last game. Yeah, uh, that connection's something special. So we got the Chiefs Patriots 59 and a half, 60 points technically. Uh, so are you betting the over? <laughs> I mean, it's very tempting to bet that over. <laughs> Tremendous offensive firepower there. But, I, gosh, from a betting perspective, I would not touch this game because there, there's too many unknowns of these teams. I, I agree. I agree with that. And I, I do believe that the Patriots are actually minus three. Yeah, yeah. Minus three, which I saw that, and that's kind of – I mean, especially with the Chiefs at 5-0, and is a lot of that coming from the Chiefs' defense versus Tom Brady's offense? Yeah, I mean, just the, the legendary nature of Tom and the Patriots at home, you really can't bet against them. I mean, you got to give them that advantage. The three-and-a-half points, probably ideal. I mean, we'll see how it plays out. But, it, I, yeah, I, I see the Pats having a slight advantage in this game. But but at, once it's all said and done, we're hoping for a Chiefs win. When is that right? Yeah, of course. I'd love to come in there and just kick the shit out of them. But you know, at the end of the day, it'll be a good game. I'm hoping to come out six and zero. Mahomes, another four touchdown, four hundred yard performance. That would just be lovely. That would start the week great. That would be that would be a good way to start the week. So if the Chiefs and let's say the Chiefs and the Rams are both undefeated when they meet up in Mexico City. What's the over-under on that game, and who's winning? Oh, man, they, they may have to bump that up to 65, if not 70. I mean, that, that'd be crazy. If Jared Goff keeps this up, that team's going to be ridiculous. We'll see how it goes up against the Broncos this week. I feel like he comes back to earth a little bit, but that'll definitely be a matchup to look forward to. For sure, for sure. All right, well, I think that's all the games I want to talk about. Let's uh, go through this week's pick em. All right, uh, let's do it. We got Philadelphia or Philadelphia Eagles, New York Giants. Philly is minus three. Who do you got? Philly, Philly. no doubt. All right, Tampa Bay, Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Atlanta's minus three and a half. Man, the Falcons have been struggling, but and the Bucks are coming off a bye. This is, this is definitely Bucks interesting are coming off a bye. Winston's back. He's played a half of football. I feel like James has got a little bit to work on, and the Falcons are going to win that. The the over under in that game is fifty seven and a half, which I think is just that, that's setting it pretty high. I guess the Falcons can yeah. score; they got a lot of threats, but that may be an under opportunity. But knowing my luck with those picks, I wouldn't touch it. <laughs> All right, we got the Arizona Cardinals, Minnesota Vikings, Minnesota minus ten and a half. That is quite a spread there. Uh, I don't know if the Vikings can cover that. Josh Rosen's come in and kind of lit a fire underneath the Cardinals' offense, and I, I like the way David Johnson's playing now. 
I feel like the Vikings won't cover. I feel I feel like they're, they'll still win this game, but by a minimal margin. Okay, so bet the money line on that one. Yep. Next, we got the Colts versus the New York Jets. The Jets are minus two and a half. This game to me is just going to be. I don't. I'm not even going to watch this game. I don't think it's. Oh, it's it, it it's going to be a shit show. You got that right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Andrew Luck just. I don't know. He looks like the next Philip Rivers. <laughs> just kind of throwing the ball wherever the hell his arm ends up. It just looks weak coming out, but you know he's got he's got him to win some games. But yeah, I, I think the Colts will end up upset the Jets here. Okay, then of course move on to the Pittsburgh Steelers, Cincinnati Bengals, Bengals minus two and a half. Steelers upset. Steelers upset. Two point five. They'll come out with a win. Over under fifty three. I don't know if they'll hit that mark. It might be right on it. We'll be Hammer the over. Hammer the over. Uh, <laughs> you go ahead and do that, man. Uh, Carolina Panthers, Washington Redskins. Redskins minus one. Man, this will this will be a test of who's real here. Uh, I feel like the Panthers come in and win that on the road. All right, winning on the road at Washington. Over under 45. I don't see that game even getting close to 45. No, yeah, that's, that's an under possibility. Uh, we got the Seahawks and the Raiders. The Seahawks minus three. And this one's in London, I think. I, I feel like Marshawn Lynch comes in there and runs all over the Seahawks, but the Raiders just don't show enough to win this game. I don't know. I feel like the Seahawks cover. Don't believe in Gruden, huh? No, he's he's really showing some bad things here. Good good start to a signing of a huge contract. Yeah, not worthy of that contract. That's a lot of risk there. We'll see if he turns it around. Uh, we got the L.A. Chargers and the Browns. The L.A. Chargers minus one. I feel like they are not giving the Chargers enough credit here. I mean, everyone's hopping on this Browns bandwagon, but I feel like the Chargers come in and win by much more than one. So you're not a, you're not a uh, Mayfield believer, huh? Not a Baker believer. Uh, not quite. Not quite. We'll see if he gets me under his wing here, but I, I don't know. I'm not buying in on him yet. All righty. Uh, Buffalo Bills, Houston Texans. They do not have a uh, spread set on this game yet. I think I looked just a little bit ago. Houston was a one-point favorite. A one-point? Yes. Um, gosh, these teams got a lot to prove, both two and three. Both coming off of very small wins. I mean, 13-12 and 19-16. These teams not showing a whole lot of offense. It'll be a battle of who can score. And uh, I feel like the Texans got that one. They'll cover. They'll cover it. I mean, it's only one point. Is uh, I hope they cover that. Uh, we got the Bears and the Dolphins. The Bears are minus three. What a defense the Bears are. The Bears have this year with the addition of Kalumak. Yeah, Bears looking pretty freaking awesome. I tell you what, uh, Mitch is looking great. That defense is great. We'll see how long they can keep that up. I I like the coaching there. They're showing a lot of promise. I I feel like they come in and they win this game. All right, we have the L.A. Rams, Broncos, L.A. Rams, minus seven. 
I think we got a potential upset here. I, I'm, I'm anxious to see what Goff can do against this defense. I mean, we saw Mahomes do okay, I guess you would say. Kind of got it there towards the end of the game. We'll see how Goff handles the pressure, handles Von Miller and that defense. We'll see, we'll see what he does. But I think minus seven, I feel like the Broncos, I feel like the Broncos have a chance to win this game, actually. Okay, upset of the week right there. I think so. Uh, moving on, we got the Baltimore Ravens and the Tennessee Titans. Baltimore Ravens are minus three. Not surprising. Tennessee Titans are, uh, I don't know what kind of team that is they got going on. I, yeah, both of these teams, I don't know what the heck is going on with them. They're both so up and down. The Titans can't seem to score a freaking point. I think they've scored 12 points in every game. I mean, it seems like it. the first five games have been so bad. Ravens either score 40 or 9. You never know. But I feel like they turn it up this week, though. Three-point favorites, they'll take care of it. Alrighty. Three-point favorites to the Baltimore Ravens. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars, Dallas Cowboys. Jacksonville minus three. I'm, I'm ready to hear your thoughts on this one. I'm waiting. Oh man, the battle of <laughs> the battle of the quarterbacks that are in their peak and prime right now, which is not that pretty. Um, gosh, I don't know. I, I feel like the Cowboys can win this, but the Jack defense will be the Jacks defense, and the Cowboys can't score to begin with. We'll see how they're able to penetrate this D. I, I don't think it's possible, really. Uh, we'll we'll see. I think I think Zeke can break some big runs and ultimately give them a chance to win this game. But I I think the Jags will cover that three point spread. Okay. Okay. Uh, what are your course, thoughts on? I, I do. What, what are my thoughts on it? Yeah, Cowboys fan. Uh, dude, I don't even know if I have any thoughts on it. You know, it's as as a Cowboys fan, it's 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 hard to watch the games. They're just not they're not showing me anything worth watching uh with the receiving yeah. with the receiving core they have now i mean dak hasn't i don't even think dak's broken if not if, if he's broken 200 yards passing in the game it's only been once That's, yeah i think he did it he, he finally did it last week i think but yeah he had a heck of a streak thrown under 200 i mean you think of a you think of an nfl quarterback we're talking nfl quarterback and he goes i think it was seven games Straight, he had not thrown over 200 yards passing. That's, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's crazy. Even Alex Smith, over the years, has consistently thrown over 200. So it, it it's just crazy to look at. I I've got I've got the Jags minus three in that game. It's it's hard to say, but as far as as much as I've seen from the Cowboys this year, I just I don't see it getting any better whatsoever. Yeah, I can only see it getting worse and worse until changes happen. I think, yeah, they got to make some changes. Uh, then we move on to the Chiefs at the Patriots. Patriots minus three. I've, I've got the Chiefs in this game, personally. Yeah, I mean, I hate to be biased and all being a Chiefs fan, but I, I feel like we can win this game and we will. It'll be tough. It'll come down to the wire, but New England three and a half point favorites. I, I feel like that doesn't happen. Yeah. So, so we're talking about the Chiefs starting off hot this year. 
Uh, the last few times they've started off so hot. They've lost first round in the playoffs after I think this. Of course, back a couple a few years ago, they were down or they were up 28 to the Colts, and the Colts came back and won. So are are we seeing uh, a pattern here where the Chiefs are gonna start off hot? Even even with the addition of Mahomes, are the Chiefs gonna start off hot and then blow it in the first round of the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, I think I speak for all Chiefs fans when I say, yeah, it, I mean, we kind of slightly expect that to happen again. We expect to have a falling off. And, uh, I mean, ultimately we don't get too excited in the playoffs because it's like, you, you know, we'll, we'll lose these big games. We won't get too far, but I feel like this team may be a year away from a Super Bowl run. But, I mean, while we fix the defensive, problems for sure but I feel like we can we can make a run but you know typical chiefs will make the playoffs we'll be out of it within a week or two yeah i think the i mean with mahomes coming off he, he started one game last year uh coming off his i guess the ben simmons rookie year you could say uh yeah. i just i just think playoffs hit pressure hits I don't, I don't, I don't know. I didn't watch much of him in college, so I don't know if under the under pressure he's good. You know, he started out started out so hot coming in fresh, but I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, man, it, it's just awesome to watch. I'm just gonna roll with it. So future hall, of, future first ballot Hall of Famer Patrick Mahomes. Let's let's sign him up, man. All right. Uh, and the last game of the week, San Francisco 49ers, Green Bay Packers, Green Bay minus 9.5. That is not very surprising at all. Yeah, not a very exciting Monday night matchup. Gosh, I don't, I don't know how to feel about this game. I feel like the Packers will just come in and, and kill the 49ers. There's no hope towards the 49ers at all right now. It's, it's pretty ugly. It's all downhill from here. Yeah. Well, alrighty. I think I think uh, I think this is a pretty good interview. Yeah, Thank man. You. I appreciate you having me on. Being uh, one of, if not the first guest you've ever had. You're the first guest we've had here. So, uh, future reoccurring guest uh, Trevor Hawkins. Everybody. Nice. One person claps. One person in the studio. All right. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Trevor. It's good talking to you. Hey, you have a good one. Hey, you too. Bye. Bye. Huge, huge, huge shout-out to Trevor Hawkins, T-Hawk, for uh, hopping on. Uh, I, I really do appreciate it. Uh, you guys can go ahead and follow him at T underscore Hawkins 4 on Twitter. Once again, that is T underscore Hawkins 4 on Twitter. Okay, let's uh, go ahead and get into uh, our listener question segment. Um, with it being a new podcast, I do only have one uh, question, so let's get her going. This is a question submitted yesterday by David Melgren. Who the fuck is that guy? Hi, David. David says, hello, I am a future active listener of DAD Pod, the dad pod, and I was wondering, in an ideal world, how many hands would you all have? Where would these hands all be? 
No, it does not come with additional arms, just the hands. Also, would you die for the United States of America? I would not. Thanks, you guys rule. Well, David, um, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not too positive on this one. I mean, I'd probably have to, it'd have to be a discussion between more than one person. But me myself, me myself personally, uh, I'd probably, probably have hands on my kneecaps. You know, just be like, I don't know, fuck it. Hands on the kneecaps it is. Um, and to the uh, also would die for the United States of America, I would not comment. Um, I have not been in that position, so I I don't know what I would or what I would not do. Well, that's that pretty much wraps it up. Once again, thanks for listening. This is the 4th and Inches podcast. Mm, fuck it. Peace.